But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. Rainy Matawan, New Jersey. That thunder wake you up by any chance? Wake me up. Oh, you were up already. Yeah. <laughs> this guy rises at 3.30 in the morning like he's Mark Wahlberg. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that shit woke me up in the morning. But welcome to the show. It is Sturge. It is Gooch. Wrestling Rob back in the building for a very special episode because I need Rob on this one. There's a lot of news going around the world of professional wrestling. Not so good news, that's for sure. And, of course, Madison in the building. Uh, Nick would have been with us, but he lied about something. He said something around the lines of, I got to finish a final. But then I started adding it up, and I'm like... He's going to the Yankee game last night. And today. And today. So it's like, why would you want to come in anyway? <laughs> like, So you don't have to lie to us, kid. All right? No, I'm kidding. Uh, he's uh, finishing up or doing his thing. We'll be back. Join with him on Tuesday. But today we're going to the, the official cap house as it's uh, a celebratory day. It's the first time that we've ever actually gone down there. So. Yeah, it's kind of weird that we've been in in business with Kyle to some degree for at least like a year, a little over yeah. a year at this point, but I've ne I've yet to visit the cap house. I've heard a ton about it. Now people um, are probably like, what the hell's cap house mean? Like instead of the trap house, this is where we go handicap sports games. So, so the yeah. cap house, and I'm not stealing you can't the, call it the that's, handicap that's, that's house. Kyle's, then that just sounds weird. <laughs> thing. So maybe we shouldn't even be talking about the name. Maybe somebody will steal it. <laughs> Wouldn't want that. No, no, no. Right. no, no. All right. Anyway, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, either now or later, please do me a favor. Like the video that helps us out dramatically, tremendously. We really appreciate you. And of course, if you're brand new to the show, make sure you subscribe to the channel and watch us each and every day, Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock. We go live. But again, if you can't catch us at 11, we're available literally around the clock. So that is uh, the beauty part about a video uh, morning to Bailey in the chat. Um, and as people start to file in today, it, we are a live interactive show at 11 o'clock. So if you do want to interact with us, we suggest you catch us live. But again, we know people have lives and things happen and people work and, you know, it, we get it. But it is rainy out today. So if you, you know, for whatever reason, it's a summer day and you don't have to work. This is a perfect day to watch us. Yeah. And if they're already watching, then you're talking to them to watch us, but they're already watching. So you're kind of running full circle on that one. Um, so it's almost like the, what's that movie? The Dream Within a Dream with Leonardo DiCaprio. Inception? Inception. I I watched that movie in IMAX, like when it first came out. Oh, really? Because I'm a big Leo guy. Mm -hmm. I, I love all of his movies, except for like Romeo and Juliet. I never really got into that one, but huge Titanic guy. It's <laughs> truth be told. Titanic's amazing. Did what? you see that in a movie theater? It would be. I did see that in a movie theater um, <laughs> with my girlfriend at the time. I was like 13. I think my mom was sitting right behind me. Nice. <laughs> so like, or my dad or whoever brought it or her mom. I don't remember. But, like, when you're 12, 13 years old, you know, like you, you can't just go on a date by yourself, right? Or at least back then. Kids are now dating at seven at this point. It's, it's, like it's ridiculous. the opposite. You think so? Because like I think the kids when are I was growing younger, up way When too I was fast. younger, I was able to do whatever I wanted. Now my nieces and nephews aren't allowed to do anything. That's at true. All. Yeah. They're not allowed out off the front lawn. <laughs> well, you know, like, no, I, was, I know. My daughter will not date ever, actually. So I was that's, also definitely, I, I was. At the movies at 13. I wouldn't say I was on a date. I have no idea, but I was getting I dropped off at the movies. Maybe I was like 11. I don't know. It was doubt. a while. Yeah, because it was like 96 when that came that out. Was so I was a like 11 time. years old. I remember old. like I went with my mom and my sister was always been like a huge Titanic fanatic. So when that came out, my mom like, but anyways, we so, were young. So I saw Inception in the theaters and like when the movie ended, 
my reaction was, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, I had no idea what I just watched. It's a great it was, movie. Uh, uh, I love that. That was a great movie. movie. Yeah. But I'm just like, did, what, what is he drink? Like, I, I was, dude. Hard totally, to explain. Totally messed up. Um, if you guys are also on social media, be sure to check out Dat Chat. By the way, uh, that is one of our social media partners over at, um, it's, it's got it all. It's got blockchain. It's got NFT stuff. Like I'm starting to little by little dive into the NFT things just to find out what's what, because I'm, I'm also starting to realize that people are just dropping NFT, but like dropping things and calling them NFTs. And they're not NFTs? like Paige Van Zandt, for example, I'm not okay. on her fans Van Zandt site or whatever. Not that, you know, I should tell mm -hmm. anybody about, but what I'm saying is she's like, I'm dropping an NFT and I'm just like, fuck does that mean like it's just a picture of her as an nft like i don't really I, understand what the nft thing is it's, uh, it's like a captured moment in time on the internet there's that's more, like one of five it have to or be whatever a captured moment in time it could be whatever the fuck you decide it to be and you get people to invest in it and if you if say Paige van zandt started to like blow up and do something good she won the belt her nft might go up and if you had invested early it's like a startup company but with no company but is it like having the, like, the a, like a, a, a unique baseball card like back in the day? It like, is. But it's, it's digital. It, it actually, I was watching the McAfee show and I, I mean, unfortunately now I'm like a slightly small fan of Brian Urlacher. Well, I, I know. Enjoyed I know. hating I that, that guy for the last 25 it. years, but off the field, he's like a, he's like us. He just likes to gamble. Stand up guy. Rides his bike. Doesn't work out often, but. Only rides his bike, now. shitty food. I think he smokes weed. Okay. Ah, so man's so man. Sure. What a, what a man's so man, Brian was a Urlacher. Cool but as far as the, the NFTs, he's dealing... Urlacher was talking about how he's now into like... Uh, he's got a sponsorship deal with a sports, a sports card app. Sports and card app. Ever since the NFTs came onto the scene, I think that when you look at the sports card or sports collectibles industry, it's kind of... It's been around for so long. Yes. So what the NFTs do is like a lot of people are losing money on it and they want to know like what business has been around forever that's still here. Like sports collectibles is where to go. If NFTs, I'll, I won't venture into that before I was to start trading basketball cards again yeah. because I at least know that world. But it's, it's crazy because back in the day when I used to collect, I, I just found my collection the other day. Like I feel like I have a lot of hidden gems probably when do, it comes to, to baseball honest. and football and hockey and basketball cards, right? But like back in the day, you would get the Beckett book and it was about this mm -hmm. thick. And, and that would tell you how much your card was worth. Now you got to send a card to a place to get graded to make sure it's good enough yep. to even be worth it. But anything. rightfully so, though. What the no, rightfully so. That's how you... Like, all my cards are in the plastic that's thing. How so you, like, that's they, how you break down the subsects. Even your cards that, you're, that are in plastics, it has zero to do with, like, if you get the card out of the pack and you don't touch it ever. It has nothing to... Do, it does have a little to do with it, but it's how the card is cut. So if you get a card cut bad by tops or by upper deck... It's not going to get a graded ten. It could be in perfect condition. Yes. The corners all wow. good, That's but shit. if it's just a little that. off center, that card is a little bit worse. So if there's ten million Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards, how are you going to distinguish which ones are the ones? Mm -hmm. And that's how you do it. So, like, and cards are only worth you know what they're worth. They're worth whatever you value them at to yourself, and then they don't have any value until you get paid for it. So I, they're worth what you could get. I thought about selling a lot of them at my yard sale. Um, and I just, I couldn't do it. I, I sold all my, well, a lot of my old jerseys, a lot of my brother's old jerseys until he told me, yo, put that McNair back in the house. Like, you're not selling my McNair jersey. Like, it's authentic. It's a nice jersey. And he's like, put that shit back in. All right, fine. Oh, my brother's coming in. What's yeah, up, Dan? So, but stuff um, like that, yeah. Yeah. Old, old cards, people think like, oh, I got this old card collection. 
and I don't want to burst your bubble because I'm in a very similar situation. They're worth where I thought I had like really good. I have good cards. Like I have Jerry Rice rookies, and then I look. I got them a up, Jeter rookie. I looked them up, and they're not worth shit because they're uh, near mint seven. And not, and not a near mint ten or a gem ten. It's just weird. It's just man. not gonna. You're it's not gonna get anything. Scoop saying old cards aren't worth a lot anymore. It's, it's the new, new cards. So, uh, yeah. so basically, when you get that CD Lamb or you get that Dak Prescott, you know, not the I don't know bad, get, ex- bad examples. Pack, but you, you get know these what I'm packs like, where, where you get a rookie card. You get it. First of all, did you see what's also happening with NIL now? There's 212 college athletes that are now signed to sports card deals. So they're gonna start coming out with. Pre rookie cards. So if you're a college Holy athlete, shit. can you mad? You want to? You you gonna get a card? No. Madison's one of our cho- first female chop athlete. But yeah, we, why don't we sign you up with like tops or or something like that? You get yourself a, an attack it card, right? And then all of a sudden, your sister gets involved, and your dad buys all of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so that's how that works. I always assume like the NFT thing was connected to like the metaverse in a way to where it's like it all it's like is. Oh, I'm sure so it is. I'm sure you could go into a me- an NFT store in the metaverse and buy one. I'm I think sure like, that there is something like that. McDonald's is doing it where you could go in with your buy in the metaverse and instead of using DoorDash or Uber, like you could go in the metaverse and order shit and they'll deliver it to you. That That's is what McDonald's in is real insane life insane to me. So it's literally the real wow. life Sims. Remember yeah. the Sims? Well, in real life Inception. It's not like it oh. is, but it isn't. Like you didn't build the McDonald's. Like the McDonald's is, exists in the metaverse. <laughs> but how? Yeah. Like that's pretty. You know? Like I'm gonna be in my house, in my in the chair, taking my little virtual self to McDonald's, ordering food, sitting in my chair, Bro. waiting for the yeah. And you're gonna be sitting there looking like an idiot with those fucking goggles on, and you're like, I'm just eating my McDonald's. <laughs> people are like, the way the world is, now. That's the way the world's headed Dude, right now. So, so get on board or don't. Sad. But Weird. there's gonna be like 25 years from now where no, where you, none, no one's gonna know how to do shit. So <laughs> we're lucky that we're in this field. I gotta charge a phone. We're how? forced. I don't know. Forced to kind of <laughs> stay up with the new technology, but yeah. In 25 years, everything is going to be vastly different than what it is now. Think about 25 years ago. 25 years ago was was 1997. Yeah, was it? I know how to yeah. do math yeah. backwards very easily. Um, blows my just, wife it away. It just blows my way. mind that that's <laughs> how, how do you do math so now? fast? So yeah, 25 years ago, no they, football scores. It, it wasn't common that everybody had a cell phone. Everybody oh, had a sure. beeper, but yeah. nope, not everybody had a cell phone. My maybe, dad had an actual maybe if you were car rich, phone. If you were rich, <laughs> you had a cell phone. Or if like you were a spoiled little shit. Zach Morris had a cell phone. Not so many like kids, but like businessmen had cell phones. Yeah, and it was like or a car Car phone. Like dad's rich, uh, Dave's rich dad apparently. (laughs) It was big though, and you had to have like a satellite on, like an antenna on top of your car. Very. It was actually one that had to be plugged in at all times. Now, now I, I don't know where my phone is. Can somebody call? Like I would say, I'm 35, so I knew people had car phones when I was a kid. I never knew if like it had its own number or if you can only call people. How would it like? Imagine your phone ringing at three in the morning in your car. <laughs> I remember my my grandma t- had a rotary, and it I was, was like, "This is the cool." Like, like, it was like, you know what a rotary phone is? It was like using Madison old does not know what a rotary. It was phone like using is. old school internet. Pause, Rob. Yeah, look that up. That's They're like, wait a minute. Insane. So you're telling me you had to manually go to each number oh, over yeah. and oh, oh, so, oh. I know what it was oh, okay. So you didn't know what it was called. All right, fine. <laughs> Fair, very fair. All right, anyway, back to the show. Uh, if you guys want to support Chop Sports, you can do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash Chop Sports. This is the way to support us in a monetary way. Three, five, ten dollar increments. The ten dollar stuff. We're actually going to be discussing a lot of this stuff with Kyle. Uh, today, as we go to the Cap House, uh, oh, you said not to say the name anymore. I mean, we already okay. did. Anyway, ten dollars uh, for you and Scoop. I appreciate you, bro. You updated your credit card information. <laughs> I saw that yesterday, so you no longer get denied. Uh, so now you're officially uh, back in the game when it comes to uh, the um, the what you call the the Patreon. Uh, 
the barbecue. We are close. We are very close. Uh, next Thursday, we're going to be going to uh, Costco or, or one of those places to get all the food and the drinks, and we're going to go nuts, and here we go. It's June the 26th, 1 o'clock to 6 o'clock, Merrill Park, Island, New Jersey. Be sure to bring your friends, your family, your kids, but be sure to also send an email. Let the people know that you're going to be coming. Chopsports.events at gmail.com. If you're my family, you don't have to. I get it. I'll I'll I'll, I'll tell Gooch and Ashley. No, Dave, who's what you're going to do is today. This, we have this conversation already. Oh, right? I'm going to send an email. Yeah, you just write down. Oh, yeah, I can do a, that. Make a, a quick. I can do that. I can do that. Uh, I can, actually, uh, we have a couple more. Um, a couple more people that emailed yesterday. So we have a. It's a steady growing list, and I would imagine we're like. I'm nervous because. Eight dollars a minute, Johnny. Remember that shit. I'm always on the fence. Whenever <laughs> phone we, calls were not always free. Whenever we do something like this. You know, like the, the party last year, like I have this weird feeling that nobody's going to show up. And then I start seeing like now I'm also nervous that either a too many no people? one's going to show up or b too many people are going to show up. And I somehow think, or another, it's going to go all fucked up. But no, I'm no I think the beauty part about this party is the fact that, yes, we are like planning on bringing X amount of cases of beer and X amount of hot dogs, hot hamburgers, all that shit. But then like we have the ability to be like, hey, you. Go get more beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like more so, concerned with like the Madison. The She'll go on her beer runs. I'm more concerned with the athletic <laughs> endeavors that are going to be taking place. I'm going to bring some kick, a kickball, a little home run derby. I think action. you're. I think you're. I think you're overdoing it. Nope. Don't worry. Because about we already Dave. have the four games that we're going to be doing. Have, so why have add? at it, bro? So so the people that aren't competing in that don't get to do anything. Nope. They got to sit there on their exactly. hands and do nothing. So if you if you're sitting there and you're like, I didn't even know that there was this Olympics, and we have our team set, and then you're just sitting there, it's like, oh, I want to play. Too bad, bro. You can't. We're not playing. You're not. No. You're going to take me back to the old school. Like, you're and not going to gonna If there's 100 and people there, there's going to be kids. Like, having a kickball in the Okay. Open all field. right. All right. Bring yeah. a goddamn kickball. Yeah. Pour cold water on my kickball. I, I still can't believe we can't happen. bring bounce houses or anything. Huh? Yeah. I, no. For like it's the unfortunate. Kids, Somebody's bringing a grill. Um, no, can't do it. Really? I thought there's a grill can't there, I thought. Can't do it. I know my friend Lauren said she wants to bring a cotton candy machine. Need Can winners. we do that? Can't do it. What's that from? What is it? Say it again. Need winners. Can't do it. Uh, I thought there's a That's grill. Mike Singletary's rant about oh, oh, yeah. we winners. <laughs> Vernon Davis can't do it. Remember can't when he it. benched Vernon Davis in like the first? That was quarter? that night. That person. That was that like that incident. Vernon yeah, Davis. that was yeah. that. Yeah, no, it was the Hats same. Hats off game. to Coach Mike on that one. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Right? Isn't uh, there so a yes. grill there though? Isn't there's there there's like a lot of grills. There. Okay. There's a lot of grills and there's a lot of it's 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 a nice open area. I'm probably gonna go at some point this weekend. I keep saying that, but I really want to go check it out. You already went. You kind of checked out the landscape. Is there power? No, no Who's got a generator? Anybody got a generator? Um, there you go. There Madison's you go. bringing a generator. You can't bring a generator either. I didn't say that. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Nope. But we're gonna have to use those. Kyle has cards. a question. Whatever we, is we a can't. kickball? When I was a kid, we just played with a volleyball or a soccer ball or even a dodgeball. Is there an actual kickball? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The spot. Yeah, yeah, of the, course, like bro. The, this is you can hear that in your. All right, close your eyes and, and then think about the sound of a uh, of a foot hitting a kickball. There's a specific sound I can't duplicate. So basically, you know what I'm talking about. Kickball is like. The official dodgeball is just a smaller kickball or vice versa. A kickball is like the, the ones that I have, the dodgeballs, they're not real. They're like, you ain't going to get the ones you were throwing around the office the other day. Yeah, they're not. Think. They're like the gym. You know, mm -hmm. you can use those in gym class because you won't kill somebody with them. But the real dodgeballs, they're a little more bouncy and they're just a smaller kickball. So, yeah, I don't know. Dodgeballs are expensive. Are you bringing the kids, Dave? Yes. Are you bringing nieces, uh, nephews, nieces? Yeah. 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 Miles and my, whole, well, Miles ain't gonna the go. The whole hood is gonna want to run around. The whole hood will be there. Yeah. <laughs> so congratulations, by the way, to your familia who actually graduated. Um, yeah. All 
31 of my uh, <laughs> nephews made it, the the next, made it to the next nice. round. No, Aiden's going into high school next year. Hats oh, off to that's Aiden. That's insane, by the way. I know, right? And my youngest niece uh, graduated preschool. And, nice. and, and shout and out to Drew Palumbo. She's graduated preschool. Graduating tomorrow. Or she thinks that she's 22 already. <laughs> oh, she's yeah, Bro, You have no idea. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Uh, on MG way. So Ash is on her way here now, and then why? her sister is coming to the... Um, thing? Why is she on her way here? Do I have to fucking explain We're to going you to why, why my girlfriend is coming? <laughs> yes. What, what are you worried about? <laughs> I'm just saying. Ashley's coming because she wants to come, and she's it's baby day. Why are you worried about what baby day? Well, I'm not bringing baby, baby day to day? the cap house. Oh, you don't have to. I'll bring her. <laughs> what the fuck do you worry about for? Your, day, your We're a He-Man Women's Haters Club. God damn it. Your brother's coming in saying, uh, Mikasa Waka, official kickball, $15. Is that really? what it is? The real kickball? All right, so there's authentic. There you authentic go. So the dodgeballs, though, I was like looking up dodgeballs, and I spent $85 on a six-pack. You're insane. Did. I remember when you got them, we were looking <laughs> like, at them. Like, Ashley's watching. She's going to be like, you told me they were 20. <laughs> they were 85, right? But, um, All right, yeah. Well, anyway, the regular do- And the regular dodgeballs were like 185. So that's why I, I went and Ooh. got the cheapies. But Listen. I mean, that's not $85 for kickballs. insane to me. No, it's 15 for the kickball, but you need two. All right, you need two. Ashmere for his sister. Yes. As Kyle yes. now is now a brand yes. new official eligible bachelor. Yeah, I was like, yeah, bring her. Bring her over. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Ashmere fit has a sister. She's Coco she Melon. also has a boyfriend. And yeah, so oh. fall back, Kyle. Oh man. And she's a younger her There's younger a lot sister. of eye emojis. That was a lot of interest. There was like yeah. 17 eye emojis there. Very interested. Uh anyway. How about we dive into some sports, uh, right? Instead of me giving the shit who's coming down to the cap house. Um, the Yankees, they win again. Doesn't stop. Train doesn't stop, ladies and gentlemen. Judge goes long again. Uh, they are now 30, 30, 3 0 games over 500, and it's June effing 16th. Bro. I've been waiting to say this for two weeks now. I've been counting the games, and I'd be like, oh, if the Yankees win their next four, They'll be they'll be forty and ten in the next. They've they've won eleven games in a row that I've been saying that I feel like I feel like it was like they're twenty nine and ten in their last thirty nine, and now they're forty and ten in their last fifty games. That's ins- like is dude. that the best fifty game stretch in, ba- in, in major league history? It might be over it any point over any, be. over any fifty game stretch. Has I want to know be. what that uh, toast. Are you watching? I'm sure you could gather up something on one of these sites that you use. What's the what's the best fifty game stretch in major league baseball history? Win percentage. Wise. That's what I'm saying. I would love to know that because that's that's. I mean, the, yes. the A's that one year won like 31 in a row with with Tejada, and they, they just took the league over. Is that what? No, no, no. Is that the Money like Ball? Remember, that? they won like 20 in a row that game that yeah, year. Whatever, but even if still, but you would imagine you win 20 something games in a row, your win percentage is going to be pretty solid. Right. You know? I have a question for you guys though. So as we know, Judge hits another home run. <laughs> yeah. No sorry, Zach Wilson. Right? Right? No Zach Wilson yeah. at all. Keep going. Um. Judge hits another home run, 25. Like he's on pace for... He's on pace for, I think, 65. Which is, by the way, going to be the record. Hold uh, on. No is, asterisk. This is my question right here. So I'm being very serious. You guys are Yankees fans. He hits 62. Are you looking at this as this is the record? No, you can't. No. You can't. No. Bonds has the record. No, I don't that's decide but things like that. Obviously, Bonds has the record, but we all know... Yeah, yeah, but that's... Look... Who knows? Maybe fucking maybe Judge can hit seventy five home no, runs. You don't could. know. I'm just saying. He can hit three in one game for a couple games but in a row. You know, there, as there Yankee be, fans, what will if happen? Any if any Yankee fan, listen, the Yankee be, fans are obnoxious already. So if you're if you're above age forty, then you're going to be like, you got the record. Or if you're even, I should even say you, that. You if put you're yourself like above, in that group. Above age forty, I am forty. So <laughs> next year I might forty and above. I would but say. like meaning like <laughs> better example. 
had this very same conversation with my father the other day. And, and he's, he's like, he's like, if he gets 62, it's a record. And I'm like, all right, dad. It's not. I mean, but it's not. But understand, right. I understand the sentiment that you're trying to. Scoop said it's the say, record. No, I wouldn't even not. say cling to something that's like, you know, you're, that's makes you feel good because that's not really it there is some there is some truth to this that it is kind of whack that these other guys shat but baseball let it happen yes right and how many pitchers were were they hitting bombs off of that were also juiced 100 probably several 100 more true. prevalent in middle relief than i think in batting because mm -hmm. you have to recover and it was more for recovery than anything my brother sent me this trophy actually look it's a a, a kickball trophy we should have got go. that for the whoever wins the kickball or dodgeball tournament whatever the hell you're trying to put together i'm not um, even gonna say how good i am at kickball oh here we go i'll just let it be come see me in pool basketball all. bro it's funny I, right now go hit the i was water. on my way to work on tuesday and uh, old glory and keyport i was walking uh driving past keyport high school and they were literally had like a tournament outside. i know how to play kickball it like, it's not like you're playing in gym class where everyone sucks and there's like three good people Pretty much most people know what they're doing when you're playing in a men's or adult kickball league. It's not about kicking bombs. I got I got to admit. It's I, about playing the field. I got to admit, I don't think, I, up until you just said a men's kickball league, I feel like they don't exist. Oh, they definitely, they definitely exist. exist. And they are, you they are just psychopaths they are out there fun, playing bro. It's not. It's not like, it's, it's equally as fun, if not more fun in certain ways than a softball league. I because there's a lot that, less but pressure on it. It's just like you go up and you kick and then you run. You get to if you people. miss. It's like you play. Just the, go to Jim bro, Brewer for that. Nothing, there is nothing better for me than to combine playing left field and like wide receiver. So when you're playing kickball on left field, point. you could catch it like a, I'm a yeah. I'm a machine. I'm not I'm not just gassing myself up. I, I, why would you ever do that? Gold <laughs> glove fielder <laughs> in left field, right? And I'll play third base and I will rush the the, the batter every single every time. time. Every I, time. I miss time. softball though, man. Softball was fun. That that was that was <laughs> Kyle, fun. Kyle, that's like that's like saying, "Bro, I'm so dope at shoots and ladders." <laughs> Um, <laughs> have you seen me at Monopoly? I am the fucking it's warlord. Definitely not, and it's that's. I, I guarantee you that I will. I will peg Kyle one third of his peg. way up. Are we down playing third base? Oh, you peg, bro. This is a men's league, bro. <laughs> hey, listen, the men's honestly, league, baby. Then I'm, then I'm making it known now. If if nieces, nephews, my son, oh, is round third, I'm they're rocking. Getting them. it. First of all, my my nieces and nephews have been pegged. So many times running bases. I, I that's my favorite game to play. Mm. I'll line them up. <laughs> Chill out, bro. Yeah, Fuck, bro. I'll, I'll headbutt. <laughs> I'm gonna headbutt you. Um, yeah, I'll just I'll I'll make my nephew stand up against the wall with a dodgeball and just I'll be like, gotta get out oh of the way. Oh my god. I, I, listen, like I'm all for it, dude. Bailey Bailey's speaking Bailey, my so language too. here. Like, like never say pegged, yeah. <laughs> it's like you, and you guys are making like all oh, men. It's like you guys. I'm the I'm the, the boy here. I said peg. It's a, it has two meanings. I understand. Right? Get your mind oh, off the urban dictionary. God, what the. Is slap cup, slap cup. Oh, bro, this is I don't know. Honestly, but, <laughs> I would imagine you know this what that is. Oh, Madison, who's come on the mic and who's, explain what who's, slap cup is, please. Yeah, come on over here, please. I've never uh, heard she walks of it in either. front of the camera. That's Sorry. fine. You're good. Oh, no, it's all good. No, you're fine. So, what the hell is slap cup? Slap cup is when you take a bunch of cups and you put it in, or no, is it flip cup? No, it's different from flip cup. It's basically like you have cups and you have to like bounce a ball into a cup and like someone on the opposite side of the table starts like two people start with cups and you have to bounce the ball into the cup and if you make it on the first try you could put the cup anywhere oh, I, on the I, table I, I, i've seen and you want to put it like where the other cup is so you can slap the other cup and get them out but if you don't make it on the first try like getting the ball in the cup then you have to move it to your right so it's like, you get all that everybody because i got I've none of it I've I've I, I, I just before and it does, it does it does look fun 
It's just oh my god. You know, um, I don't think it has much to do with my. I don't know if I'm going to be able to showcase my athletic prowess in slap cup. So it's not my game. Can we just play beer pong? I'm good at that. Um, I'm like I'm streaky. My boy Mark is streaky. It's my age, obviously, and he like no matter where we go, I feel like he has beer pong on his mind at all times and wants to play anywhere we go. We could be going to like a a, a grandfather's 75th birthday, and I'm like, yo, who you want? We can set up beer pong right here. He's I'm, the guy I'm that streaky. took the door off the hotel room and and made that the beer pong table. <laughs> I'll, I'll make <laughs> like, that's what he. Did. I'll make like eight in a row, and then I won't make one for eighty. It's like bowling. I've I've bowled a two thirty two, and then the next game I bowled like a ninety one. Next fucking game <laughs> all right so that's me that's why i hate golf too because i'll fucking golf, golf i'll drill like 11 in a row down the fairway and then i won't drill another you'll hit one something down the fairway oh i could definitely drive the, the golf ball i just can't i have no short game i could definitely drive one straight i can't like hook it or anything but yeah i could drive a golf ball pretty far are you talking about because you're at top golf or you've been on the course well the but, thing about Top Golf is the golf balls are the same as the ones you use in the course. But yes, I can hit a <laughs> golf ball straight. <laughs> You'd be surprised, bro. You're saying this now. My brother is out there no, golfing not, his I, ass off, and he's, gone, he's broken more clubs gone, Johnny Drama style. I'm, like I'm not count. a golfer by any stretch of the imagination. By ain't easy, man. Trust me when it's I tell hard. you, I could hit a golf ball straight. But not all golf courses are straight. No, so not. it's like if. Can I hit it straight? Yeah, but can I like dog leg it and, and hook it or <laughs> cannot or, do that or slice it? Um, anyway, not. we're we not went on off purpose. on a tangent here, but we have we had anyway last back night. to back to Judge and his homers. Oh. If he hits sixty two, it's not the record to anybody under forty. Okay, because now that yes, the old heads will come in there and say, "No way, hold on." You know, like, we got Bailey coming in and saying, "Like you just admitted that you're not clutching beer pong." Yeah, I this is this should give you guys. Uh, you should you should move cautiously when you hear me talking good about myself and something because you see littered throughout these com these conversations where if I say I'm not good at something if I don't think I'm good at it I'll say it your brother's picking up on things he knows if I'm gonna talk shit I feel very <laughs> confident in my ability in the in said thing right I'm trying to think if he ever told me that he was good at basketball and then we went to the Woodbridge game and he just absolutely not stunk I, oh, here's what I'll say I say I if I have to shoot. I'm, we're in trouble. Like if I'm the scorer, we're in trouble. I like to facilitate. Like, I'm the guy that likes to inbound the ball. Yeah. Right? Like, you. on the top of the key, we're playing half folks. court. Let me inbound. I'll set something up. I might hold the ball for 30 seconds if nobody's running because I'd be like, dude, what are you doing here? And I like to play defense. Oh, That's you know, it. I have a question. Um, and I don't know if this is fact. Maybe I can ask Madison, but she's more of a – I mean, I'm a hockey fan. But there's, like, one thing that I was actually kind of curious about. When, let's just say a defenseman takes the puck behind the net, right? And he's waiting, he's setting up the offense, right? Can you just sit there forever until you're pursued? There's yeah. no, like, actual, there's no shot clock violation in hockey. No. But, like, I'm just curious, because sometimes I'm like, every time they do it, by the way, I'm like, oh, they're setting up the flying V. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> that's what you think, uh, right? But, like, I'm just, I was always curious about that, because I was I saw that last you, night, you and can, I'm just... You can, but, like, my, my thing is... You would get pursued, obviously, from somebody no else, but, yeah. You want to anyway. get the ball, uh, the ball, the puck out from your zone. Staying on baseball for clear, a second. Just clear it. Just clear it. Instead of going uh, Staying there. on baseball, uh, the Yankees, like I said, uh, 40, 40, 30 games over 500, might be 40 soon. Uh, the Mets, a little concerning here, folks, because look, they lost again last night, right? The Braves, who everybody faded the Braves last night. Or Who's at least in the, chat, in the chat. Literally one the person. Kyle. It was everybody, just Kyle? Everybody shredded him immediately. Oh, right. I didn't like, see that. Okay. Hi, Kyle. Anyway, so the Braves win their four, 14 straight, 13 straight. Either way. The Mets, and I'd 14. Okay, 14 in a row. So now the Mets have had a 10 game lead. Slip away and turn into a four-game lead in a matter of thirteen calendar it was days. Ten and a half. Well, whatever the case, 
Uh, should the Mets fans be concerned, or do they feel like as long as we can, you know, stay 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 above water, right? And then Bro, you have Scherzer and Degrom on the way back. Like, should you be like, ah, fuck, we are we're good? If Mets fans, definitely yes, they should be concerned. They dropped six games in the standings in a week or two. Yes, there's cause for concern there. But if the Mets fans, which I don't think they did, thought this was going to be a, a cakewalk all season, then then you're sadly mistaken. Atlanta's a good team. They have a championship medal. They're, I was saying it last week, they're finally healthy. They just lost Albies to 60-day DL. That's not good, but it's definitely cause for concern because the Braves have typically been a second-half team throughout their history, and the Mets, well, not so much. So if we're, if we're going to kind of pick up on like what teams have done in their history then yeah they should definitely be concerned but i mean the, the mets, mets do have Degrom set to come back in july and now they're saying scherzer's on pace to come back possibly in like the same week so if they get those two injected into the rotation bassett kind of pitched well for the first time i think in like a week or two he or did have a great weeks. game the other night. he had a really good game so the mets pitching is going to be their story if they're but they got to stay afloat. Yet? Is Alonzo back yet? Like the Mets yeah, are Alonzo came back like yeah. two days All later. Right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, they're, they're going to be fine. You know, the Phillies are putting in a couple of wins, too, getting some wins together. Yeah, the so Phillies bullpen is a mess I right know now. that, but they build themselves this this big league, just like the Yankees have. The Yankees have, like, this huge cushion right now, way bigger. Nine games. The yeah, the Yankees are so nine like, games up. They have, a, not like they have room to kind of take some losses, but now the Mets only have four Well, we were all now. concerned about, you know, this 13-game stretch, and so far they're 2-0. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, they won this series officially, but we'll see if they can we sweep the race. The Yankees now? Well, no, we're no, like kind no, of bouncing back, back and forth. No, I didn't know because I was like, wait, the, the Mets, Mets seem to do this like every year. Though. Yeah, but come like August, it there was to fall a, apart. And there, here's a couple big big things here. Uh, Ibby, who hosts Till Mets to His Part, which by the way will be back next week. Um, that podcast and till uh, and the goddamn Jets will be back next week. Uh, John Sapinero is in bloody England doing his. Uh, I think he's doing Monster Jam over there. But anyway, so he's out of town, out of the country. So they'll be back next week. But he said he's not worried. It's the ebbs and flows of a baseball season. I mean, to say worried, no, because you're in it. It's not like they're out right now. The Mets have some some tough games ahead of them. But that's how you win. you got to win against these tough teams. And it's not going to be easy. Worried, no. Concern, yes. Absolutely. I want to listen to this. Who's coming and saying three wild cards. Yeah, that's a big right, thing. So. Three wild cards. So, like, they're... They're based off of their record right now. You would assume that the Mets are an absolute lockski of the year to make the playoffs. Yeah, make the playoffs. They're not a lock. By no one is a lock in June. But yeah, I mean, they, they should. They should. If they have unless you're thirty collapse, games then, yeah. above five hundred, then <laughs> well, you know. that's another deal. Yeah. Remember that time? I'm not even getting. I'm not touching that. Anyway, uh, other baseball news, real quick. Uh, Otani rips a triple yesterday to to end a no hit bid. Uh, there was rumors that there's two the, days in a row. The no future is now also, all of a sudden in jeopardy for Otani to be out there, or is that just like clickbait? clickbait. Uh, because uh, maybe it's can you imagine if this guy goes somewhere else on a bigger market. Like you know, Steve Cohen would pony up and get well, how much, Shohei Otani. What, what's going on with his contract? Is are we? Am I missing something? He's here? isn't he due? I don't or know. I don't, I don't know. For so I'm just long. saying there was they a lot of things circling four, yesterday. At least a four or five year deal oh, okay. at that dollar amount. I don't think Otani's gone any in the next year or two. I'm just so, saying that it could be a tradable piece, much like Soto. I and, don't know. And a lot of the Asian players that come in from Japan, they like to stay on the West Coast because it's a much easier flight home. Yes. You don't want to play over here, so. I would say if he's going to go somewhere, is flat, so you got to go across the United States. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I really he's in that. the second year of a two-year, eight point five million dollar deal. Second year, so of second 8. year, five. So it's that he needs to get paid then. 
Otani hasn't played. Say that again. Say that again. Twenty-seven year old in the second year of second year of a two-year eight point five deal signed in twenty twenty-one to avoid arbitration. He is eligible for arbitration three after this season and would be an unrestricted free agent in two thousand twenty-four. Oh baby, so that's he's a piece. He's a piece. If, if if LA wants to pony up, pony up. Or the other LA team might come in can't and pony up. can't be too happy with... But here's the thing. Is there real... I don't... Go ahead. You, I just you, said, you Tony just said it too. He can't be too happy with, the, with, obviously, with this. all this stuff came out during, like, the losing streak, the long yeah, losing fine. streak. Now, he obviously can't be happy. He obviously can't be happy thinking, you know, I'm coming to LA Angels to play with Mike Trout, who's supposed to be the best player in baseball. He is. But this guy, he's always hurt. I mean, and it's, I mean Mike I mean, Trout's putting together, like, second uh, best is. season in the AL right is, now. But behind Trout, when it comes uh, to judge. playoff time, they're never there. Yeah, but that's... Understood, but Mike Trout's one baseball player on a yes, baseball team 100%. with no pitching and for the entirety. And Pujols was there. They wasted a ton of money there. But we could go through baseball or any other sport for that matter and handpick guys in this situation in their contract where it's like, oh, in a couple years, like the Juan Soto deal. Juan Soto signed through 2025 or 2024. They're talking about he's up on the – no, this is – Rival GMs dusting things up to hear mm -hmm. what might come of it, yep. right? And and obviously there's some teams that would be interested in Otani, but they want to get a pulse of the people. They want to yeah, get. A, there's they no. Figure there's it out. nobody like. There's not like some internal shit happening. Like they probably haven't even begun to discuss a contract yet because he's got arbitration and things like that. He's not eligible for free agency. The extension doesn't get talked about in baseball until it's time. Yeah. So mm. are they going to trade Otani? I can't see that happening with the the money that he brings in for them. In terms of the, he is the a spectacle. He is a, a sideshow attraction. MVP. No, not happening. Bro. Same time. The same when thing is as the baseball. judge arbitration meeting. Twenty sixth. Twenty second. So no, twenty second. Six days away. So I'm curious day. to see. I really would if like I, to see if the I'm the Yankees, bro. Drop I'm, some big news prior to that. Yeah, I would. I would nice avoid it they all. Like, if not they like, bloody likely. If they videoed that or like that was something you could see. Oh God! The arbitration hearing pretty interesting. Arbitration you know? hearings it would draw are just as good as numbers very, as the uh, Johnny Depp trial. Very slow. I'm not lying. Depending on the player, but it but yes, it would be very big for sports. But that was different. That now was break down arbitration real quick. So he's basically going to be in a room. It's him with, with that. With it's the Yankees and it's a middleman. The middleman decides. Yankees saying, "Hey, we'll give him X." Judge was like, "Hey, I want this." Middleman says, "The scary, We're settling on the, this. the scary part about so arbitration he, it's out of the hands of everybody yeah, except the arbitrator." The scary part about arbitration hearings is this: like, so what what happens in, in initially? Judge offer gives him a number that he wants. He wants twenty one, right? And the Yankees will come back with a number that they they, they offered seventeen, just for one year, 17. correct? So it's seventeen twenty one just for this season, correct? You can sign a two year deal to avoid arbitration for the following year mm -hmm. or even a three. That, but you can't sign it as many deals. Like you can't have it bleed into your free agency. Nor would you want to, obviously. So, the problem with these things are, it's like when you go litigate, you have to prove your case. So, essentially, you have Aaron Judge talking good about himself or his representatives going and saying what he brings. To yeah, the he table. ain't going. It's his reps. And then, obviously. and then what you have to have there is the Yankees reps then going and talk shit about said player as to why they don't think he's worth the, the money he wants. Big tree fall hard. He's been injured. Kind of hard, but it's kind of hard after. But like, now, when you're trying to negotiate a contract <laughs> exactly. with a guy and keep him on the uh, on the happy side, you want to go in there and rip apart his skill sets and what he doesn't bring to the table. I think that's a bad look. I think the Yankees' approach to this is payroll. Is hey, look, we want to do this, but to do this and to build around this and to stay under the luxury tax, they're not going to go in there. Well, no. Judge kind of stunk last no, year. No, 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 no. They can't do that with payroll. That's that's not. Like all that, like oh, what are we you saying? Want, it's illegal. It's, it's literal. Yeah, it's like that has oh, really? zero to do with it. It's oh, like wow. strictly right, fact based. We can't be like, well, what we're trying to do, and it's like, okay, well then, designate him for assignment. Oh, like, what do you? you know, like, you got to pay the guy. So what what's he's the worth. max he could get? 
right now. Like, if, if they go through arbitration, right? The max he can get in arbitration is 21. But here's the reason why, Judge, I feel like not only was it a low dollar amount altogether. 213 but is what they offered when him. They, when, they, when they offered him that deal in the first season, they were offering him the $17 million that they that they wanted to give him in arbitration, not the 21. So to me, right away, I would be like, year one, I asked for 21. I'm not signing it. And it wouldn't matter what the n- number was after that because it's a slap in the face. It's like, bro, you're not even giving me what you're really going to argue this. The Yankees need to be like, bro, we're going to give you 25. That's my point. This year. It's like I asked Dave and Scoop this question the other day. Is Mike Trout was given like a $400 million contract because, you know, he's the greatest, really good player. And he, is the, he was the face of baseball at the time. Judge is in the biggest market probably in the United States and the world, right? Mm-hmm. You don't think he is the face of baseball right now? He is. So he don't deserve – if I'm him, I'm coming to the table with Trout's contract. I want this or more than that. Um, the that's, that's, that's a slippery, two slippery slope. Two different, two different things. One, the timing of Trout's contract. Trout is Aaron Judge's age now, signed his contract years ago. He entered Major League Baseball way sooner than Judge did, so his service time started sooner. He was 27. Yeah, it was years that Judge 31. was in the minors. You know, yeah. So when you're 27 signing your, your long-term deal, you're, and you're a center fielder, even though Judge is playing center, just add that to the arbitration. Playing center now? He's been playing yeah, center been field playing center on and field. off the last two seasons. And right now, he's currently he's right, playing yeah. center field. Yeah, Whoa. he is a right fielder by trade. But that just gives even more of a reason yeah, like, why. Now, like, now, now I'm the captain of this uh, the, offense um, in the back. You know, in the back. Alpha. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, not a big deal. Bro, it is a very big oh, deal big if Aaron deal. Judge hits uh, the winter, not a Yankee. Because there's then it's... It's like the I'll Freddie tell you Freeman. Right now, nobody nobody thought Freddie Freeman would leave Atlanta. Right, that's We're what I'm the, saying. We'll, we'll talk about the World Series. He left. We'll talk about one team guys later on because I have a couple questions for you. As somebody else uh, was rumored to come back to play his sport, we'll talk about it in a second, but um, in a little bit. Uh, yeah, so that's the baseball. It, it's getting crazy. Six days away from arbitration. Um, the Avalanche, if anybody is actually watching the NHL Stanley Cup Finals, I know Gooch is. He probably DVR'd it to make sure he didn't miss a moment. Uh, but unfortunately, your Champa Bay Lightning dropped game one, four to three uh, in overtime. So great game. Great start to the series. Uh, when you lose a game in overtime, very deflating, as, as, as the Rangers felt that way in the beginning when they lost in triple overtime. Um, but Interesting. We'll break down the series more with Nick. I feel like a better conversation to be had. Mm-hmm. But again, 4-3, final, 1-0. I think, one that, I think Tampa outplayed him, personally. Didn't watch it. <laughs> but I think Tampa outplayed him. And that those two trickling goals that were in like the, in the, games, early in the game. yeah, Early in the game. Obviously came back to bite you. That's what that's hockey. You that's know, hockey, you, baby. You, you dominate and so, so lose somehow. Yeah. So anyway, so Colorado with the one game uh, to, uh one game to nil lead. Big news coming out of the world of professional wrestling. And now while I understand that there's not a lot of wrestling fans out, well, there is a lot of wrestling fans out there, but some people may not give a shit, but this is big. Um, It broke yesterday around four o'clock, right? Rob was first on the scene, according to the Fight Factory Facebook group. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, You guys recorded an emergency podcast that's available now on the Chop Sports Podcast Network with you and Tommy D. Yep. Vince McMahon. Um, a little bit of hot water right now as a $3 million hush money situation just came to light. How, Rob, how did this come to light, bro? Where, where did somebody dig this up? Supposedly, like I said, it's, it's all this is new information. So we're, we're just getting everything that the Wall Street Journal put out. And, you know, you take a little bit of this and a little bit of what this person said who's been involved. Right. Supposedly, there was a 41-year-old woman who was hired as a paralegal back in like 2019, 2018. 
She she was bought in. So, uh, she couldn't pass. She never took the bar because there so was she's a not a licensed bonus. actual paralegal. No, she's just a regular paralegal. <laughs> even better, this gets good. Which, which is makes it the situation even more concerning. So you gave a job to somebody not qualified. Mm-hmm. Okay. After within the two years, oh, her and Vince had a consensual relationship, and that's been con- that's been confirmed from both sides. While married to Linda, while married to Linda McMahon. <laughs> okay, yes. go on. Within the two years, her salary was at a hundred thousand dollars, and all of a sudden jumped to two hundred thousand dollars. I'm giving you a raise. See? Yeah. Meanwhile, all this is going on. COVID's happening. All this. There's been you know over a hundred wrestlers been released over this time due to budget cuts. But they're paying a hundred grand to this, to this a, to or two hundred grand to this paralegal. And yes, fun times. All right, so more details on that. I don't want to spend too much yeah. time on it. More details on that. Go download the Fight Factory podcast right now. Rob and Tommy D dive into it in depth. The only thing I want to say is the repercussions of this could be dramatic. Right? They're not in a necessary war with AEW. Nobody actually two separate entities. The WWE is still making hand over fist money. But what does this do for the guys that like on the board, like the meetings, like the is Vince McMahon going to be out of wrestling because of this? That's that's, that's the concern. Can I give my I don't, take? Yes, because I don't think he will. But there's a lot of people out there that are Rob, saying he's out because you know more than me. I'm just going to give just, my it, uneducated like said, the, take. The board is 12 people. Yes. And as far as I know, Vince, his wife, Linda, Triple H and Stephanie are all part of the board. So obviously it's four of the 12. To order, Vince has eighty six percent of the voting power in that room. No matter, so he goes what. nowhere. So it's like, there's a whole other. There's a whole other. Vince has another guy's name is Johnny Laurinaitis. He's head of talent relations. Too. Johnny Ace. He's always had problems. Yeah. He was fired. He came back. When he came back, there was concern. nobody seems to like him. By there the was way. concern <laughs> from the women when he came back that they didn't even want to deal with him being head of talent relations. And in the two years process with this woman, I guess when Vince was done. In the report, there's a word. She was passed around as a toy oh, to Laurinaitis for two goodness. years. Then the woman gets upset, and something happens, and she leaves. So they offer. Where are you going? They <laughs> offer her the three million dollar uh, NDA. So that's where it is. So um, scoop. Yes. So scoop came in and says, so a guy had sex with someone not his wife. That's original. That's not the problem. The yes. problem is the NDA that was signed. That the, the the Vince was like, sign this, damn it! And they're like, okay. And there's the sign, and now all of a sudden that's coming to light. That's the bigger deal that you paid three million dollars to that. somebody to shut it's, their mouth. They have they have a, very uh, Jerry Jones ish right they now. They have another organization looking into it, and there's other NDAs that are yeah. coming out. So of the woodwork so now. you know what the they, NDAs mean? It means like nobody should fucking talk about them because you signed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the deal. You probably got paid a hefty sum to sign it. Now you might have spent your money, and you're like a little upset, or you might not have received what you thought was a compensation. But my guess is that. Vince is a scumbag for this, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, nothing happens. Monday Night Raw is going to happen. Yep. And then the next week, the same thing. And then mm-hmm. there's going to be a pay-per-view. Bro. And it's all business as this, usual. No, I mean, I wouldn't say no harm, no foul. Harm, no foul. She didn't so, even get all the money. Harm, no yeah. foul. It's paid over five years. Yeah, so she's got a Bobby Bonilla type contract yes. where she gets <laughs> money over time. But what I will but say about this. Now that it's out, she might not get a fucking dollar. Ha, that's yes. another thing. So now she's going to bitch and moan and probably come to the to the forefront. Hey, I don't have my money. I have a hard I time. I have a hard time with people doing grimy shit. I have no sympathy for the woman that 
had an affair with a married man and now wants money and isn't getting paid. Fuck you. You fucked up. Well, too. wasn't You're her that it supposedly wasn't her that sent the email. It was it's a concerned oh, friend. Yeah, a concerned friend. Sent the a email. concerned friend that wants to blackmail and doesn't know how to do it apparently because you should have been like I'm <laughs> you, you suck at this. You should have been like <laughs> unless you pay me, I'm going to release this to the board. Now it's done. It's like okay, you, you fucking told everyone everything. I'm not paying you anything. The only now. reason why I think and this let's idiot, put, put a bow on this idiot, for Vince. Idiot. And then do rag Vince not giving a fuck. It is. That's the way. Living the gimmick. Yeah, living the gimmick. The only reason why I say nothing happens to Vince McMahon is because over the course of however many years he's run this damn joint, Mm -hmm. there's been instance after instance after instance of bad things that happened to the WWE and nothing change bro when you I mean, have the we money had a guy has. drop from the ceiling and die on a pay-per-view yep. and the show went on had f- we had somebody hang himself after killing his kids the show went on yep. it's just wrestling is a bro, dirty grimy world has not it given sucks a fuck he would have girls come out of the crowd and kiss his ass on yeah. like just right, like, bro like yeah. the way things that the way vince mcmahon ran wwe for the last 25 years and still just doesn't care let you know the type of power he has in They that, dealt in with that. the steroid thing the steroid, back in the 90s. A federal trial. With Hogan and all this other happened. shit. Bro, if nothing's happened to him yet, Wolf nothing's going to happen the way. Now. You think they give a shit? They're no, all still my point on, is, on... Come on. This woman you must have not known... in WWE for steroids right now? She must have not... No, there is a wellness policy that's in They do, though. There is. There's even wrestlers that are like... Even like the guy... So in this world... Vince don't got to test himself? Obviously. Hell no. Right? So... If you're not a full-time... see him doing those shrugs before Mania? Like Brock, Triple H, all those guys that are only there for six months don't get tested. Oh, so it's like the UFC with Brock. Yes, it's full-time. Yeah, 100%. percent but, but here, steroids. listen, in a world that right now, steroids aren't the thing. Like, guys can get prescribed testosterone, yes, okay? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Under- right? Under- under- understanding so, that, understanding that, that, it doesn't matter, though, because, like, you can't be above a certain level. There's there's yes. thresholds that your doctor yeah. will prescribe you, but if you're above a level, that's how USADA works. Technically, you could still use steroids if your levels aren't, you know, so without getting into this conversation because it's like a medical yeah. thing. But... There's exemptions because the elevated, the testosterone level that you would need to flag in the UFC is higher than the average guy by like triple. So it's like you could still juice, just not like fully over the limit. Not like every single And that's how it used to be. They changed it a lot when when USADA stepped in and they, like, that's how it used to be though with the TRT replacement. Like, bro, you had guys that were knowingly on steroids that were just playing the, you know what, I'm on, I'm I'm only at 800. Just say we have an arbitrary thing and it's like a thousand is the limit. Mm -hmm. But most guys are walking around at 400. It's like, okay, I'm going to be at nine. But I'll I'll test clean. Yes. Because the thousands is the pot. So that's, Steroids for another day. Do you day. think she didn't know how much Vince or the company was worth to only oh, get three million nobody's dollars? Ig- nobody's that ignorant. <laughs> nobody's that ignorant. They know exactly what it's worth. Anyway, it's funny uh, as we talk about Bro, Vince McMahon. They're in this board meeting and they're like, "All right, well, how long be before you think this blows over?" Because we don't care. Like we we knew, <laughs> you know, like what they don't care. It's, it's his sister. It's his cousin. It's his brother. It's his Triple H. It's his daughter. They're gonna vote the guy out. No, no, no way. He'll be like, I'll give you three million each to not. You know yeah. what I'm. Uh, you know what. You know who's not worried about losing money in retirement? Vince McMahon, because he's got a lot of it. But if you're worried about losing money 
in retirement. We got a guy for that, okay? And his name is Michael Fusco of the Fusco Insurance Agency. Ladies and gentlemen, stop worrying. Start planning. A comprehensive retirement plan will give you security for greater control over your money. Michael Fusco can help. As president of the Fusco Insurance Agency, Michael can work with you to create a comprehensive retirement plan. He'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry a little bit less now. Call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation. That's consultation uh, to the non-Italian folk. That's 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. <sighs> Done. All okay. right. So head on over to manscaped.com. Use mm. the promo code shop sports. Father's Day is Sunday. Yeah, so you baby. might not have time, but what I did here is Dave has 50 bundles in the office, and if you order one today, he will hand deliver it to you. No, I'm joking. Go on manscaped.com, use the promo code SHOPSPORTS, and you will receive free shipping on anything on their website worldwide. Uh, The the Father's Day Package 2.0, it comes equipped with the nose and ear hair trimmer. It's got the lawnmower 4.0 for your face. It's got the LED light for your taint. It's got the... (laughs) It's got the lawn... It's got the the crop shaver 2.0 for... Also your taint. So <laughs> nice lathers, nice creams, all that good stuff. Use it. Promo code shopsportsmanscape.com. Free shipping world, worldwide. Right, right. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. Hey, by the way... Um, after 18 years, uh, NBA game six resumes tonight. <laughs> okay. We are back. It is time. Um, and for, for what I gather, it's time for this thing to go. It's over. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second, but first, before we get into the game, you can leave the game graphic up or good. The trade that happened yesterday in the NBA. So there's some off season moves happening to the teams that don't exist anymore. Are you hearing that? No. Underneath this, it's it's fine. Okay, it's sorry, fine. I started. I was like, "What is happening here?" Uh, wow. Okay, everybody, calm down. Uh, so the trade that happens, the haul that they gave up. Who is this kid? And let the masses know because I personally don't have a, a clue as if this guy's any good. Wood is it? Yeah, Christian Wood. Christian Wood. real good. I think he's one of a couple players last year that averaged nineteen and nine. I know that that sounds crazy. I I saw some stat. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong on that. But mm-hmm. Christian Wood's been unheralded for a couple seasons now. Um, I think two years ago he was the most improved player in the NBA and actually won the award. Not not positive, but he's he's been a, a definitely a beast down low, and they gave up a decent amount to get him, but I don't believe they did. Like Rob was saying, wow, they gave up a big haul, but fifth round, uh, a first round pick when you're a, a, a playoff team that made it deep as they did, that pick is basically non-existent. I don't think anybody cares about late first round picks in the NBA, right? You could. It just you know, looks appealing. Ooh, a first oh, rounder. First you know what I mean? But like, no, yeah, they but didn't really no. give up many guys. Not much they value. Were, he was all NBA G League second team in 2018. So. Right, and then what did he do in 2019? That's he G was, League. He was all NBA G League third team in 2019. What about in 2020? Nothing. He's that's bubble. The there was award, a bubble shit that is probably gone. No, all right, so award-wise. But yeah, Christian Wood was, 
I think he was on the Pistons to start the season a couple years ago, or even the Rockets, one of the yeah, two, Rockets, right? Yeah. Rockets, and he got traded to Detroit, or he signed with Detroit. I know he's been on both of those teams. Either way, un- unheralded, Pistons, much Balkans, better Bucks, player yeah. than he gets credit for in terms of star power because he's played on bad teams and he's a G League guy and you just have to fight a little bit harder. He doesn't have that pedigree that that a lot of other guys came with. But when you're looking at numbers, truth be told. I would take Christian Wood over DeAndre Ayton right I'm now. I'm looking at his numbers and right Aiton now. And Ayton is supposedly being shopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sign and trade potential, most likely, when a team starts coming out and saying openly that they're working on a sign and trade. Yeah, Kyle, call in, bro. And Absolutely. The, pa- the past three years, so in 2019, with the oh, Pistons, he played 62 games, 21 minutes a game, 13 points. The next year with the Rockets, only played 41 games, but averaged 21 points per game. And then the last year... Well, they six, were shortened seasons as well. Yep. Last year, 68 games, 17 points, 50% from the field, 39 from three. So, yeah, dude, dude's a baller, man. And now he gets to play with Luka. Even better. Better right? for Luka as well, too, you of know? Of course, yeah. The, you, want, you want to see Dallas come out and get some of these guys, and he's probably, he's probably paid well at this point, but probably not as well as you would think a guy with those numbers would be getting paid. Yeah. This trade gets broken down on the cross-court cast with Scoop, which, by the way, I have not... <laughs> I should have... Uh, I got here late, so that'll get dropped later on. And I think Kyle's about to call in to shed some light on this trade real quick because, again, and I'm, if Kyle does call in, that's great because I do want his pick live on the air um, for at least tonight's game. Am I going to fade the sauce tonight? I don't know. But in regards to this game, um, I, I'm. it's like I find it hard-pressed, man. Like After watching what they did without the effective – Normal gameplay of a Steph Curry, meaning he's not yeah. out there draining threes because he wasn't. Uh, here's Kyle now coming in. So if you want to add him up, uh, we'll yep, bring got you. Yeah, we'll bring him up real quick. Kyle, what's going on? Good morning to you and happy uh, first day on your own over there. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, some spring cleaning. Uh, turned her room into the cat room. <laughs> um, uh, because this trade is just, um, it's a timing thing because. The Rockets are in a position where it's time to pay Christian Wood. But the Rockets got that kid, Sangoon, who they're saying is the young Jokic. He's this 20-year-old kid uh, who, who plays the big man spot. He can facilitate and do it all, and he's got sky-high potential. So why are you going to give Christian Wood a max contract when you have him? That's number one. Number two, the Rockets have a top draft pick this year, and all the top people in the draft, the projected top, top six, seven picks, they're all bigs. So not only do they have this kid, Sangoon, but they're also about to pick up Chet Holmgren, probably goes first, so not him, but maybe Paolo Bencher out of Duke. They're about to pick up another young, up-and-coming big. So it's not that – I don't think the Houston Rockets were like, yo, we don't want Christian Wood. I think Yeah, it was a win-win. We, we just don't want to give out a max contract right now to someone who so we think we can fill those positions. I got a question. You know, you talked a little bit about some of the guys that they got over um, in the deal. Do you think it's a good trade for the for the Mavericks too? Uh, yeah, yeah, because, I mean, if you watch Dallas last year, I mean... They were th- they were that away. They were that away. They were a big man away, and Christian Wood does need to get a little better on defense because uh, the thing is, it's hard to say because... I, I Team defense and philosophy goes into that a lot. The Rockets were just not playing well, so... Exactly. I, I was just going to say that is Houston, they might ask him, like, yo, we need you to be the offensive guy. We're obviously in Dallas. They'll ask him to, to play a different role, but he's obviously a great athlete, and I think he automatically puts the Mavericks in the top two or three of the West heading into next year, like without hesitation. And he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's carried that chip since the G League. So 
He's not this hand. Not everything was handed to him. So you like the fact that he's a hard worker and he's going to go to work for them. I love it. Kyle, I love how much does Jalen Brunson resigning? Does he have to resign to make this a really big deal for them, or do they kind of can do without him? Uh, they could. I think they have already mentally moved on from him. To be honest, um, the the fact that and I blame Knicks fans. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say as, so as, a, Nick, fans, as a Knicks fan, yeah, I, blame I, I'm us. Glad That's fine. Go ahead. We're used to it. Driven up like just our mouths, and I'm saying our myself included have driven the market for Jalen Brunson way above his value. All of a sudden, people are talking on. on about him like it's Derrick Rose a free agent eight years ago. Like, <laughs> bro, he had he had a couple good postseason games, and that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, with the Knicks is, okay, we signed Jalen Brunson. That gives us another scoring point guard. We already have Rose and quickly. We already yep. have that spot. Give me a point guard who can pass. I don't know. That's, no, I agree. that's a rant for a different day. All right, so I got it since you're, we have you on the line, and I'm sure you haven't. You'll release your pick later on. But is there any specific way you're leaning towards Game Six tonight? I actually told everyone right after game five, I'm betting Boston out. Six, if there's a seven, Boston again. Um, that, I, at this point, I don't have no fucking idea, bro. You're just, I mean, like flip a coin. It, it's oh, great. <laughs> These patterns are like, you know, like okay, uh, the offensive rebounding battle will be like 39-19 Boston in game three when they win, right? You're like, right. okay, Boston's controlling the glass. So I'm going to cap this game accordingly. But it's more like, bro. Just can I get my take on the the rebounding differential? When you sure. got one team that's shooting sixty percent, the other team isn't going to get bored, so it's it's skewed. You know what I mean? Like exactly. That's what it comes down to. When Boston's missing their shot, if Boston doesn't shoot lights out, I don't think that they have as good of a chance to win as Golden State does. Golden State is just a deeper team to me, and they have more guys that can turn it up in a pinch. Whereas Boston, they have their three guys. If their three stars play well and they all shoot well, they're going to be a tough team to beat. Point blank. Period. But you got Wiggins, man. Wiggins, Wiggins is attacking the rim. I know he's, first of all, he's the only uh, number one pick overall in this game, and there's like 13 stars. Go figure that out. That's actually right? kind of wild, but yeah. But not, not that's not even that crazy, really. I, I don't think even know is. why I said that. It's not that because how many teams have a number one pick? Not many. There's only one a year. And usually so. the shittiest teams in basketball get the number one pick. Yeah. True. But. I just don't see how, other than other than the three stars, there's not many paths to victory for Boston. They have these guys that you literally never heard of before that have to step up, and you got like the Pritchard, the white kid. Like I didn't see him until he hit 11 shots in a row in a quarter, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen him since. So they just need they need their stars to play really well, and I think the amount of guys that Golden State's able to throw at them on the wings just fucks with them. You know, fourth quarter, Jason Tatum hasn't shown up. You would imagine that. That's an anomaly too. So you got to expect him to show up at least once. But if they all show up together, it's Boston's game, no question about it. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I think I, they're. I, I honestly, overall, it depends on like what you want to call a fluke and what. I don't know if if Andrew Wiggins plays like continues to play like that. The series is over already. He's the only player on both on either team that's attacking the basket. Yeah. Everybody else is settling, and that's the difference between when I'm watching these guys play. I said it the other day when you had a two-on-one where, where Steph could have put the dagger in Boston with like six minutes to go, and it's two-on-one with Clay, and he dribbles once and pulls up and doesn't even shoot, and then he lets this, the half-court set take place. If Wiggins gets the ball in that same situation, he's dunking on whoever's underneath the basket, no question about it. And the way he's been playing, I think it's clear to me he should win MVP, even though he's not going to. We shall see. Go, they, would, they would have to go wild for him to win MVP because, like, people are feeling Steph got robbed in 2015. So 
Oh, this is going to be the makeup, the makeup call yeah, here. You can't like borderline rob him again. But so he got he got robbed because of Iguodala and the way Iguodala played, clamped down everybody. So right? then Wiggins is Wiggins almost is like the, definitely Iguodala. playing way better defense than Steph in this series. And but to be honest, had LeBron a better series than Iguodala MVP. did offensively in that series. Well, LeBron we'll should have won the MVP. Yes, Rob is yeah. right. Yeah, Rob is right. Yeah. All right, hey Kyle, we'll see you in a little bit, bro. All right, cool. All right, later. So we will be uh, joining Kyle later on uh, this afternoon to um, go over some cool stuff coming to Chop Sports. So anyway, the pick, the pick is in, and it's I haven't picked Boston once this whole series. So I'm, I'm thinking the Warriors start. close it out tonight in uh, in in uh, in Boston. Um, and honestly, there might not be nothing better besides my own team's winning than seeing the the fans in Boston cry on their own home court. So that would actually be I, again. I'm not a Steph Curry guy, but Give me the Warriors tonight to close it out. Series will be over. Um, one more thing before we get out of here. A couple things. A couple little headlines in the NFL. Mini camps are obviously happening right now. Right before mini camp started for the Pittsburgh Steelers, they decided to give the bag to their all-pro free safety, and that's Mika Fitzpatrick. The kid gets 30, uh, I'm sorry, $36 million guaranteed. Four years, $73.6 million. Uh, uh, the contract is just out of control at this point. They're, look, that's, that's a lot of money, man. A lot of money for a safety. He resets the safety market right now and now going forward. So now all these guys that think that, you know, they're about to get paid as safeties now have something to go off of. However, I don't think anybody holds a candle to Fitzpatrick as far as yeah, skill-wise. That's what I'm saying. There's sometimes we're in the quarterback position. We were talking about this the other day. Like not even with even with who were we talking about yesterday? The receiver? Terry McLaurin? McLaurin? Yeah. Like not everybody that's the newest free agent is gonna reset the market every time. Sometimes you have to all agree and be like, well, he's the best one. We're gonna give him that. You know, we'll take a little bit less. But yeah, it does reset the market anyway, because now there's an even, even though the, the bar isn't going to be as high as Fitzpatrick, you're going to go a little below it. It's going to be higher than what most are getting anyway. I just like the, the fact hell was that. That's probably yeah. actually getting here, maybe. Slamming uh, doors? He, he's <laughs> an, he's an Old Bridge kid, local guy. You know, love to see it. He obviously drafted to the Dolphins, so he kind of, you know, missed that whole train. Yeah. Goes to the, a perfect team for him. And I'm, I think I'm he's going to succeed, him. obviously. The, the Steelers are. You know, we'll see what happens with Kenny Pickett and whoever starts the quarterback. Steelers are in a rebuild right now. The, the post-Big Ben era has begun, so the Steelers start off by loading up on their defense by doing that. A couple of NFL headlines around the uh, around the league. Makai Becton went on record yesterday, basically <laughs> said that everybody was going to eat their words. Meanwhile, everybody thought that Makai Becton has eaten everything in sight. Did you so, see shirt? I did not see a shirt. So he had a shirt. He wore a shirt to, like, you know, they got to talk to press. Yeah. His, his shirt said, big bust, fat, lazy, overweight. Yeah, so, like, that's... It's hilarious, I think, I, think I like that. It wasn't like people were coming out and saying... It's just words yes. that he's read over yeah. the course of the year. And he's going out, and he's like, I'm going to own this. I'm, I eat too I much. I'm it. fat. I'm lazy. I mean, he did look like he needed a, a shower and a, <laughs> and a wash his <laughs> so, shirt. So um, he looked like a slob. But. Yeah, so anyway, so... He's on record. Now, this is the last thing I'll bring up today is it's Julian Edelman. Uh, he's open to a comeback, right, uh, coming out of retirement. But he says he's a he's a one-team guy. So it's not to come back to play with Tom Brady. Oh, no? No, he says he's a one-team guy. He's uh, Foxborough forever. You know what that means to me? He's going to Tom Brady? That Tom Brady's coming back? he's not coming back at all. Because <laughs> if he was coming back, it wouldn't be to the Patriots. And since he knows he's not, he's going to at least like add more lore to his Patriot uh 
legend, so to speak, and say, I'm not going anywhere. I'm a one-team guy. First of all, didn't he play somewhere else? I thought he, he did, too. That's why I'm like, wasn't yeah, that's that besides like the point. or something? I think he was a Ram. Know. Maybe not. I could be wrong. Edelman? Early? Early in his career? I'm pretty sure he was somewhere else. I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, Amendola was a Ram. I yeah. got that wrong. Amendola was everything. Amendola was taken by the Cowboys first. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I do bring this up because, I, I, first of all, I don't buy it for a second. Second of all, what other like one-team guys exist anymore? Besides Aaron Rodgers, you know what I mean, like and and Aaron Judge in sports, do you think it's more than likely Aaron Judge is about to be a giant? All right, stop, year, stop, stop. Just so we're, we're we're not putting that into the universe. I I bring this Steph question Curry. up. Steph Curry is a Warriors for Gian, life guy. Giannis at this point, Giannis will never leave ever. Uh, he might eventually. That's what he, I'm trying to say. He, Who he, right now you expect in every to sport? Dip. And Giannis stayed in Milwaukee. So if he didn't leave Milwaukee first, I think he likes it there. You don't want to be a big market. I'm just saying, like, is there anybody that, like, jumps off the page that is, like, brand new to their team and will never leave? Just based off a feeling that you have. Like, Judge now, all of a sudden, there's 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 questions about. Like, Pete Alonso. Trout. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mike Trout. Yeah, like, but he's not brand new. But he's not Trout, brand new. I'm Trout. talking about uh, younger guys uh, right now that are on their teams that you could say, like, this guy's never going to play Jair. for another team. Pat Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, always a chief? I mean, yeah, he's fucking signed a 10-year deal, so yeah, he's got it. Wait until 10 years from now, they're going to be talking. Jack Hughes for the Devils. She thinks, uh, Madison thinks that he's a lifer. But, like, I'm I'm curious because it doesn't happen a lot because of the money and all the shit being tossed around. It does not happen a lot anymore. Like, Dak Prescott, I don't don't foresee him playing anywhere else. Zeke Elliott, now there's a question. You know what I mean? Like, CD Lamb, you never know because these monies, the the money gets big, and we saw Cooper out. But you never think you'd see Russell Wilson in Seattle. Very not, true. That's what I'm saying. saying. So I'm ev- not saying this, but I could definitely see Dak at some point playing for someone else because look what they did. You could have thought the same thing about Romo, but he Even never played he anywhere else. But I don't think Dak is going to retire. But I get what he's saying. You never thought like Romo had the injuries. Dak that was going to come take over. Dak, Romo's you play spot. a lot longer, like starting your career when Dak did compared to when Romo did. Yeah, right. And Romo had some crazy Ryan. It's coming and saying Luca never play anywhere outside of Dallas. I think it's a lot harder in the NBA because eventually it's just like it's a grind of a long ass season. And I mean, and, and the money is player, just stupid. You're not going to pay a guy crazy money to just lose. Uh, we'll Sam Grasso thinking Joe Burrow forever a Bengal already, and he's no only way. in the second I mean, year. If they win, no maybe fucking but way. Until they you win. think Burrow's out? They're too cheap. They are too cheap. He's right about that. The uh, Cincinnati's they'll, they'll botch that. They'll botch that. Interesting. All right. Well, again, fun little conversation. Uh, again, right before we get out of here, Sterling and Dillashaw going down uh, later on in the year. That's been signed. September, I believe. September 2nd. Greg Hardy signs with Bare Knuckle. I hope he gets his fucking ass kicked, to be honest That's with you. That's going to be interesting, though. I mean, why is it interesting? He's a fucking savage someone, human being. He needs to get knocked the exactly, fuck out. But it'd be funny, hard. though, to see happen Bare Knuckle. <laughs> yes, That's I exactly. guess. Casey Hammond coming in saying, Micah Parsons better be, or I'll put my eye, pull my eyelashes out. <laughs> Actually, Casey Hammond watches a lot of the blog and the boys stuff, so welcome, Casey. Uh, Herbert to the Chargers. He says that's never going to be changed, ever. So, we'll see. All right, so in 25 years, we'll, we'll Yeah, we'll, we'll revisit this on the Chop Sports this, Daily this from segment. space in the metaverse uh, in about 25 years. So, we want to thank you guys for joining us today. We got a busy day ahead of us. So, for Sturch and Gooch, Rob for producing, Madison in the building, and, of course, Ashmere Fit, who's... Doing jumping jacks out there. Something's going on out there that I don't know what's going on. Maybe we're calisthenics for the day. This has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. We'll see you guys tomorrow. It's tomorrow Friday? Tomorrow's Friday. I feel good Friday. I don't even know what day it is, to be honest with you. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media.
Chop Sports Media. Yeah.